Okay, we're almost, it's almost recording. It's on the air now. So, hi, Christine, and hi, everybody that's listening now or will listen to it later. We're glad you're here, and I'm super excited to have an amazing young lady on the phone uh, who uh, has a, she worked from home. She runs a successful business. She's starting this uh, something new with uh, angel coaches and becoming a coach. And how did she get to do this? Is well, she's an amazing interior designer. She's married. She has two children. One is an ADHD child, and one is her little fairy child. Well, they're both beautiful children, by the way. Christine, welcome. I'm glad you're here. So, how was that for an introduction? I can try to pass it all there together. There you go. <laughs> there <Yes>. you go. <laughs> anyway, so um, and uh, so she's here tonight, and you know she's got he does a lot with juggling about 20 roles here and she's married, she's got a husband and uh, she's got, as I said, her two children and she's found, she is finding solutions. She's finding ways to not only deal with situations, right? Survive in them. Cause you know, kids can be challenging. I mean, they really can. Uh, and I have a daughter, she can be challenging and she's in college. Um, and I know you, you have two, and your eldest has ADHD, and sometimes she, she's a challenge, right? Don't you, don't you think? Yeah. Right. You, you probably don't think, you probably know. So, you know she said, I don't think, three. I know. It's all good. I know. Um, but how did you figure out that she had ADHD? I, I asked you if that was okay to, to ask you, because that's, that's, that's something I think a lot of people wonder if their own child is that way, or they don't know how to handle it when they find out. So how did you how did you find out, and was it a shock for you, and did you have any misgivings when you did find out? Um, <clears throat> I think she started to have some signs in K three or four, um, you know, wanting to I guess be in charge. Um, but the point of that, it was di very destructive in class, and, like, there were little things that were happening and, you know, being called to the principal's office, you know, with a child under five was, you know, not a good thing. And um, so that kind of happened, and then kindergarten happened, and there were things, again, signs, and you, you can't figure it out, and ADHD is really not technically diagnosed I think till they're at least like six or seven, um, you know, I'd have to refer, refer back to like, you know, uh, there's a great organization called CHAD, um, C-H-A-D-D, which uh, probably I'll tell you the correct age, but I feel like it was that for us. And then um, she wasn't doing her homework. There was just like a lot of signs and I had dropped her off and it was, really I guess bad at one day at school and I ran into a friend and she was like what's wrong with you and I kind of started crying and kind of telling her what was happening and she said to me you know my daughter is like that too and my daughter and her daughter are friends and so I started to when she said it I started thinking about her daughter and I'm like oh my god they're the same like it just like the light bulb went off and it was actually my friend who kind of said to me, hey, you know, talk to a pediatrician, whatever, and then talk to a psychologist. And we went through testing, private testing, take like years to do that. 
and right. they all get behind. So we did private testing. It is expensive, but I felt it was something we needed to do to understand. And then she was diagnosed. I don't know if it was like second grade, I feel like maybe. Um, and then uh, learning how to deal with that. And then I, I don't necessarily think it was a total surprise because my brother has EDD, two different but in the similar categories. And then we started, you know, working with our pediatrician and um, trying without medication, and it was it was not good situations. And so we decided to try, and it was like a light bulb went off, like first day. It was like wow. a, two different kids, and it definitely, you know, worked for her and of course you have to monitor it and then at some point we started working with a psychologist and we also have uh, there's also a psychiatrist that's involved at times you don't have to be through all that I mean everyone every child's different so you have different ways some people use food although a lot of the psychiatrists and pediatricians say that food is not a factor um necessarily it's not proven there's not enough data uh you know i'm on the fence about it um but you know i definitely limit a little bit of sugar i definitely limit sugar for for her because it definitely right. triggers her but i think the signs are there i think you have to pay attention to that and i do believe that for a lot of things but I think the signs are there. I wasn't upset about it. I just said, okay, well, if that's what it is, then we just figure out all we know need to know about it and then learn how to deal with it or so, make her thrive, make her thrive and, and, you know, and so that she's not behind or she doesn't feel like she can't do the work or it goes to other things that start happening. So it's, in my mind, it's very complex. It's a process too. It sounds like, but you're you're talking that, yeah. That's what, what I'm gathering. Um, so you you you're saying that one of the your daughter's a little girl. She's not a big girl. She's a she's pretty slim and 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 mm-hmm. um, she's a and beautiful child uh, inside and out. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes you wonder about the inside because she you know, she can be challenging. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> what you, you yeah. call them shenanigans and. Um, but she's going to the the principal's office that I'm assuming in pre uh, in kindergarten or first grade. Yeah. Is that oh, right. preschool, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. At preschool. Because well, well, because her and another girl, her and another girl were fighting about I don't even know. I I want to say it was third K three because I remember telling the school if that child and my child are in a class together, we will not be going here. Because it's not good for my kids, it's not good for that other child, and it's not good for the other class nor the school. It just she they were they were the same. They want to be the leader. They were just constantly like fighting about stupid stuff. But um, and I think it was you know at that age you need to learn to like listen, and that's where you're taught listen and respect and whatever. And I think it just kind of got they were just they just butting heads. I think, you know, I mean, what do you fight about at three and four, but apparently. Right. Um, but, yeah, so I think, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things you just, and I, I just, I just, I guess I felt like something's up. 
Because our my okay. daughter wasn't like other kids. Not that you have to be able to sing, but like when my friend saw me that day, I think it was just the right time for me to listen. Right. So <clears throat> at that time, it's always they always I mean, say they that. Have have test, yeah, they they won't test them younger, and they won't put them on medication if that's the route that you choose to go or need to go. They have to be right. a certain age. So. Okay, so you, but you knew something was up. I mean, your daughter and the another child are fighting, mm-hmm. and, and it's a, about they want to be leaders, right? So, um, yeah, she'll be a leader. Yeah, is she already? I mean, she sounds like she's already becoming a leader, right? She, I know, mean, she so. def- yeah, she definitely is. If you with her friends, she's the one coming up with the games or the stories or the whatever. I mean, she's super creative, so that's a whole another layer of things. She has this vision, and but yeah, I think she'll definitely be a a leader. Uh, you know, when when it's when it's time. Um, okay. She's able to, um, for sure. I mean, I think she does. She just has to learn to like listen to other people's opinions as well. Okay. <laughs> is that is that is does she is she have a hard time doing that with children and adults or just adults or just children or? Um, I think I think both because like if her best friend comes over and they want to do she wants to do something and she had this vision that they were going to make up this dance or this adventure or whatever and her friend didn't want to do it because for whatever reason and then she kind of goes up in her room and she sulks but then she'll come back down and like eventually and you know I'm like the referee between the two of them and they're just being catty girls you know in general but I can see it I get upset I'm like you know you waited all week to see her she's here and now you're doing this like we gotta get this better so yeah, that's, that's uh, you know, that's the, I guess that's the way it is for that. I have another okay. friend who, and I think you have to learn, or I, I feel we have to learn parenting. Like, I definitely have looked for books to read about and how to parent, um, which you have to parent, I think, a little bit differently. And so definitely on social media, there's a, a lot of, like, support groups. Um, and there's a couple of them that I'm part of, and sometimes in that group, some are dealing with little different things. There's always, like, a kid who's, like, 18 or 19 that it's in that group, you know, that right. gives insight from a, a younger person's standpoint of what they felt earlier in their life. And I think it's – they chime in. I think it's helpful uh, for that because you have grandparents on there. You have parents. You have single single parents. You have um, guardians, maybe that are that have it. But there there are definitely a couple on social media that um, are I think good to just you can hear. You don't have to be all uh, you know on it all the time. But there are some good things that end up coming out of it. I feel. Okay, so you found you. How do you find them on social media? Do you put uh, ADHD children or? Um, yeah, so there's one, and again, and I will say no one, none of these uh, groups, are. they're not paying me to tell you. They have nothing to do with that, just things that I have found myself. There's one called ADHD and Anxiety Parent Nutrition Support Group. Now, she's really good. Uh, she's a, uh, I think she, I, 
you'd have to check it out. I don't know her licenses, but she has a son who's ADHD and learned to manage it with nutrition. Um, and um, that works for her and for there, but when you have a child who's on medication that suppresses an appetite, I can't take away food. So it's a little bit different. Then there's there's also, believe it or not, it's going to sound very um, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, not very sophisticated, but super nanny. I, it sounds crazy, but some of her episodes, there are ADHD children there and she gives great advice. You just had to have to start like for the first five minutes and then you'll know is that related and then you'll just move on. But believe it or not, I started watching her recently and I'm like, wait a second. So I started to see a little bit of a pattern there. So that's right. another one. And then there's another great one called Calm the Chaos, which I'm in that workshop now that has it's free right now for seven days. And it talks about thinking outside of an outside-the-box child, but it also helps with yourself and your family um, and how to see the triggers coming before they come, how to respond to them, Stop the yelling, stop the fighting, stop the, you know, uh, learn to know when to walk away. Even if it's, you need something to be done, you need to learn how to walk away because you'll get a better result. So uh, that's kind of where I'm at um, with that right now. Um, and the the teacher that is owns the company, her son has ADHD as well. And it got bad at school where he wasn't going and stuff. And she decided to quit being a teacher and start teaching parents to deal with an outside-the-box child. So it's a neat way of looking like at she, I like the way she teaches. I'm sorry? Yeah. And so that that sounds cool, Harpy said, an outside-of-the-box child. So she's yeah. not making it right or wrong. She's just thinking no. there's another word for it. I like that. That's very cool. Yeah, there's another way for it. There's. There's definitely, or even even parents, like, she's also teaching, like, right now, like, you were raised a certain way. And now 30, right. 20 years, 30 years, 40, whenever you have kids, that's not the same way that we should do it today. Because kids are yeah. different today. They learn different yeah. today. The old way versus the new way she talks about, which I agree with some of it. Um, yeah, sure. you're right. Um, you know, seen and not heard. You do as I say. Don't get your child involved in decisions. That's the old way, right? Right. Supposedly. Yeah. Be, yeah, little pictures have big ears. Remember those? I mean, when I was a kid, my mom and yep. dad would say that. Okay. Be seen and not heard. Oh, man. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. By the way, those who are listening, just so you know, Christine and I were talking about our parents. They're, our parents are from a different generation than, than we are, and our kids are diff- from, definitely from a different different generation as well. So the things that work for us, not all of them will work for them. That's what you're saying, and we just said that right before yeah, we started. I mean, that's, right. Yeah, that's what she's saying. It also deals with the other things that are happening in school, bullying, which always was there, but now it's even more, social media, um, computer, computers, games, like internet games, like those bring in extra factors to cell phones to when you and I were raised. Okay, so, how so deal with that, you know? let me ask you a question. 
so does she are the the resources that you're checking out are they are they saying gently guide them push them uh you know because if you're having a bad child uh you know so you you probably don't want to push them right like in the typical sense that you know some children can mm-hmm. be pushed so how mm-hmm. do you do that with your daughter i like her she's a sweet kid you know i see the I best think of her. You just you have to sometimes if she doesn't want to do something you have to kind of bring her to do something else and then come back to that thing that you're wanting to do and rewards are huge for children and i'm not talking about toys it can be but i'm not talking it like for her she's visual so like stickers or tracing my crazy chart that i had um you know, if you don't argue with your sister, if neither one of you argue, and I notice for the day or half the day, you get a sticker. And at the end of the, the whatever this is, you know, I, they, I said, you know, I know you guys were wanting this particular toy, but, I mean, the no arguing is like 50 squares, like, because it's all the time, which, again, I pay attention to that or whatever, or you do your homework with not, without being told however many times, and you do your work, you get a sticker, right? So they have something to look forward to. They picked out what they wanted. They explained to me why they wanted what they wanted. And at the same time, I've also said to them, okay, that's great, but, like, we also need to give some of our toys that we've outgrown to some new friends who don't have who don't have toys to play with. Wouldn't you love to see a little girl have a smile on their face? So then they learn how to give as well um, and, okay. and also – uh, contain the clutter, I guess I would say. Um, so I'm trying. We're trying to teach, you know, that, and then they can see the stickers and they get super excited. And um, That's a great idea, by the know. way. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Stickers. I mean, stickers. I mean, I love stickers. Um, another funny thing they do to actually in preschool is they do M and M's when they would go to the bathroom. So my daughters love chocolate. So I think can't remember what it is until I look at it whatever it was like four or five little boxes they do and they get they get the they love dark chocolate so the dark chocolate morsels I buy Uh and they get that they're like so excited for it and again Mm -hmm. it's the simple like super simple um you know in general or they get to spend an extra five minutes watching a game or they get to spend or 10 minutes or 10 minutes extra up at night or you know, an extra book or whatever the reward works for your child is what I we like that. kind of slowly to figure out. That that's cool. So the stickers are good for them. What you're saying is because they're visual, you especially well, they're both visual children. I know you are as well. Yeah. And and yeah. so when they see that little sticker, or whatever it is, then that that means they that's important to them. Um, so instead yeah. of giving them candy which is sugar, not that that's, right. I mean, right. you know, you give them some candy. Halloween's around the corner, so I'm sure that that's yeah. a, a holiday there that you guys celebrate. Um, so you, you do that, and then let me ask you this. As you give them rewards, how do you punish them? Because, I, you know, I was talking to one of my clients tonight, and she says, you ask her, and she wanted me to ask you, do you ever just feel like throwing your hands up in the air and, and packing your knapsack and just leaving? I mean, she says she wants to do that. Or do you spank them? Or do you believe in spanking? Or uh, is that a I think it depends on the child. I would say I agree with your friend uh, many times. Um, 
I think you have to figure out what triggers them to understand the consequences of an action that you've told them not to. For me, um, that works is I take a toy away. So, and that toy, excuse me, lives up in my closet and they can see it. Okay. And a secret secret is I know exactly how it's placed. So if it moves, <laughs> okay. because I have little, you know, schemers in my house. Um, <laughs> That's cute. I know where it is. Like the other day, Sam, my daughter had a really great day. She got dressed in the morning. Like we had no problems that whole day. So while we were getting, like she was getting a bath or she was coming out of the bath, I handed her a box of her, um, dolls that have like little dresses and, and little shoes and whatever. And I said, here, here's your, she goes, I can get the whole box back. I said, absolutely. You had a great day. You did this. And I tell her exactly what she did. So she understands like she's getting this back because she did something. And I didn't, I actually didn't ask her to, you know, have a great day and pay attention. And like, she literally did everything. Um, and so I just gave her the whole box back and, then she gets excited about it. So then she sees, like, the scenario. The other day she had another good day, and we have a jacuzzi bathtub. They call it the relaxing bath. So the girls got a bath. They got to take a bath, and they're relaxing bath. There's no money uh-huh. involved there except my water bill. But you know what I'm saying, like, <laughs> Yes, sure. They love That's to do cute. that. So, like, that is one of their things that they love to do is go in the relaxing bath. So that's what they did. Um, uh, that's so cute. I love that. You so know. those little things, go in the swing. We have a huge swing in our thing. Go in the sprinklers. I mean, I don't know. It depends on your child. You have to figure out what those are. I think that's what they are. Have your list so you can go refer to them and not think about it, like, later. Okay. Yeah, so you're very big on discipline and, and, and disciplining yourself, like having a list, right? So you don't have to throw it. It's yeah. not haphazard. Okay. How important is organization and doing that kind of thing? And and if you there are people that don't do that, Christine, but you can learn to do that um, because it saves time. Yeah. It saves that arguing and all that. So how important has that been for you? Because I'm listening to you, and that's one thing I've picked up already. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say, like, I have everything figured out, and they have all these charts you can buy and all this stuff, and I'm like, well – I don't necessarily like the chart and necessarily want to spend a ton of money on something that may or may not work. So for me, um, I just figure out what works. And also the psychologist also helped us with that. But like, again, my kids are visual. So like we have big, huge, I think they're cardstock, like a poster, let's just say. And I'm able to put, things on there rewards or like if you fill out this box with your stickers I think definitely ADHD needs to thrive on a plan and sometimes that plan gets sidetracked for a little bit but you can always come back but I think you have to give yourself grace nothing's perfect if you want your like today I was telling Terry like I thought oh she was great this morning whatever well when she came home and it was bath time there was the other side And I was like, here we go. But, again, through the workshop, she was tired. She had said her headache hurt, her head hurt, and she was really thirsty. So I know, like, blood sugar's probably down. She's probably exhausted. And trying to reason with her is just not going to work. She's going to get her more irritated. 
Right. So uh, let me, I want to bring this point up if it's okay. Um, your daughter is very mature in certain respects. In certain respects, she's not. How do you cope with that? How does any parent cope with that? So that's definitely um, another layer of it. So I know someone who has ADHD has an executive functioning. That's where the, where, that's where they have the lack of, I guess, to a, to a degree. And so, yes. And sometimes she wants, I tell her, I go, you want to be a teenager, but without all the responsibility. So, you know, like you want to do stuff on your own and you want to do a game on the internet, uh, a game. It's really like a drawing game or whatever, whatever she's doing, but you don't want to, you don't want to pay attention to the rules of a computer and like just saying okay to whatever popping up, like maybe it's a, it's, it's a spam or something, you know what I mean? Or something like that, or you're on YouTube or something and mind you, I'm usually nearby. So I know what she's watching is that she's like, well, mom, all my friends do it. I'm like, okay, but this is not appropriate for you. So she, I just think sometimes she wants to be older than she is, but their executive, there's a, there's a formula somewhere like a chart on that Chad website that I told you about that tells you kind of where they're at. You know, I think she's probably at, she's nine, but I think she's at a seven and she's, she's always going to be a baby of a class because she's a summer baby. So that's Um, another thing that we, we see the difference. Um, I wish I would have, I, well, I think about I should, we should have held her back. We should okay. have, yeah, held her back so that she would be an older kid in the class. Right. So then I got you. The baby, always the baby of the class. Because you, I mean, my older one is the uh, my old my younger one is the older ones in the class, and you can see a difference. Okay. I, I mean, yeah. immediately. I'm going to ask you a question because I, I, this is a new term, I think. Um, executive decision. What is that? What does that exactly mean? So, because I know people are executive, out there. So. Executive functioning. It's just Sorry, the yeah. way. Yeah, executive. It's the way they process what needs to be um, handled. And again, I don't have it like right here. Um, I'm actually going to Google it really quickly, but um, it, it, it's the way they they operate in decision making um okay. so sometimes they're they're a little bit delayed in in that in general um okay. but there's definitely their executive function is responsible for many skills including paying attention this is from the internet paying attention organizing planning prioritizing staying on task staying focused understanding points of view, how to regulate your emotions, and self-monitor. All of those things are a challenge for my daughter. Okay. So let me ask you this, because I'm listening to that. I was like, wow, if every kid's got at a perfect score on that, if that's such a thing, then they need, then they would be a lot further along than uh, typical kids in a class. So are they setting the bar really high with that? I mean, I don't know, um, because... It's like we have some friends whose kids are in Sammy's, my daughter's grade, and are right. like a, a, like a September October baby, right? So they're already of that age of let's just say 
nine, and she's still eight, right? Okay. So that's part of it. But I think also, like, the paying attention is just there's there's a deficiency there for whatever um, is, you know, kind of happening um, in general. But, you know, it's, I mean, it, people struggling with executive skills may have trouble starting, prioritizing, forget what they read, panic when there's rules or routines change. So there, there's a lot of, um, you know, things that there's actually a, some great, like, articles to read about it. Um, but I don't think it could, because I think she pays attention when she wants to. Um, right. And there's also, there's also things, um, called, um, oppositional defiant disorder, which the pediatrician thinks we need to look into based on she's, she's role played when we have been in the office, as in she kind of sits back and she starts talking about probing questions to Samantha or to me, and then how do we interact with each other? And, she said it to me. I didn't bring it up to her the last time we were there. And I was like, hmm. Like, I wow. acted like I didn't think that, which I did think that before she ever said it to me. But I don't know much about that as much. I mean, I do a little bit now. But it's just they're they're defiant all the time. Okay. Again, so it's very, it's very layered, like everything in life. Right. Um, trying to trying to figure out how that works for us. I'm going to ask you a question, and I know the answer. I think, um, but the these children, um, they're ADHD, mm-hmm. but the daughter's extremely smart. Uh, she goes mm-hmm. by herself to go read the book. <laughs> like that's great at nine years old, or like you said, she's actually yep. aged. Just trying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. can they grow up and be extraordinary? You know, children. Yeah, if that's what they're. Yes, they can be. They just learn over time, and that's where the psychologist is helping us help her, setting her up for the way she works. As okay. in, like, one thing, like, chaos, like, toys everywhere and stuff everywhere. To her, to someone like her, it's a lot. And, like, the psychologist is teaching her how do you take something out, you put something back. Now, that's normal for us as adults, but kids, they just yeah. just play. They don't care. But teaching her how to do that and care about that and listening to simple instructions without having all this chaos kind of go around because, for according to her, an ADHD child hears everything at the same decibel. So, like... If you're talking, but you and I are talking, but that someone else is kind of far away but talking, she's going to hear that like if they were sitting right next to her. So she's she's hyper-focusing on, like, all these things that are going around her. Um, so she needs to learn. We all, I mean, we all do, I think. And especially now, that's, that goes back to, like, all the noise that we hear. The phone's ringing. You're on your email. Another email comes in. You're on social media. you got a book next to you. Like, like we, that's yeah. something that we all have to juggle with, but it's we're they're seeing it more and more in kids in general. So, well, I when I'm taking away from this because we're almost time here is that structure is very important, uh, reward system is yeah. very important, 
and uh, discipline. Yes. Discipline is, is important too as well. So always go in timeout. <laughs> I like that. Um, and they come out of they come out when she she does she behaves and does well. That's good. I like it. Yeah, and, I mean, um, I think some what so like putting her in a chair. And again, this funny. This was on Super Nanny. Putting them in a chair is actually not good for someone like that. Which again, this goes back to old way thinking, new way thinking was to maybe have her go in her room, calm herself down, go back in there. Even though she's in a room to play, it's her safe space, you know, and not in a chair. And you allow her to calm herself down, and eventually she will come out and tell me, I'm so sorry for doing what I did. I was hungry. I was this. I was this. So you're trying to figure out how she regulates her, like, emotions, um, you know, and all of us need that. Uh, I think in general, but you guys do that with her. Oh, I like that. Okay, and I think we said that earlier. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, or right, she'll go to bed early. I mean, I think when the social media and the phones and technology, it's really hard because everything, everybody wants everything instant and doesn't right. wait for it to calm yourself down or whatever. I think that's the other layer of the new way of things that we have to deal with, um, you know, today. I mean, I see her get frustrated when the computer is not working, like, within the first 10 seconds. Why isn't it working? I don't understand. I can't. And then she gets all wound up. I can't do my work. I can't do this. I'm going to be on top. And then it becomes, like, this huge thing. And I just kind of try to walk walk her away from that situation and kind of come back. So she's not sitting there watching it, like, not do anything. Right. I get it. I, okay, that's I mean, cool. myself, I mean, we all, we all, we're, we're training ourselves, unfortunately, to be like that. We want everything, like, right now. Like, oh, yeah. everything we want. Yeah, we call it a New York second. Yeah, you gotcha. So we're, uh, we're yeah. out of time. But, um, I want to, I want to close it, this with, uh, thank you, by the way, you've been so open. And so just thank you so very much. I know people get a lot out of this. And, um, is your daughter doing better in school now that she's in a physical school? Because Florida just went back to school, I think, um, you know, or kids did. So yeah. what's your thoughts so on that? She, she actually said to my husband today, he asked how was school. So it's her second day back at physical school. Um, and she said, well, I didn't like the Zoom. So here, here all the frustration came out today of why she was acting the way she was acting. She didn't know how to explain it, I guess is she said, I don't like Zoom. I don't like sitting in a computer all day. I like being in a classroom and being able to work in groups. Um, she goes, we don't do it the same because we got to wear the mask and that corona thing, but which I thought was funny. Funny in the way she said it, not funny in the pandemic we're in. But she goes, I really like being in school with my friends and my teachers so nice and um, she makes it fun. So I think she's appreciating school more. Now that she was home for whatever, however long she was home for, and now, you know, gone back um, to what we are calling where we live is stage two, I think it's considered, um, where they wear a mask all day. Um, She doesn't like lunch because she can't conversate with anyone. She likes to, uh, they they sit at a desk, they're kind of quiet, they don't want anyone really talking um, so that they hurry up to eat and then get back to class um, in general. I don't, you know, 
I think she'll have right. to figure that out. But I'd rather yeah. them be safe. Yeah, exactly. I hear you. Then hanging all, all right. over each other and moving all around. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Anyway, uh, new 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 challenges here. Well, thank you for being here, and I know that you're uh, becoming your show will be uh, not only up and coming, but it it already is. But also some great information because you're an interior designer, and I know you want to help family and 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 people, single, married, whatever people, you know, on their way mm-hmm. with uh, decorating um, interior design and, and creating the best living space or best office space, as well as being the best themselves, best version of themselves. Looks like you're doing that mm-hmm. with your daughter and your family. So we will see you again, uh, and maybe next Thursday. We'll no next Thursday. We've got something planned, but the following Thursday. And uh, you have a wonderful day, and I'll catch up with you in a, later on. Okay, thanks a lot, Christine. All bye right, now. thank you. All right, bye. Bye. Bye, everybody.